Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. This Sunday, and I'm really, really excited about today, I want you to really, really be open to God because I really, um, you know, the funny thing was, I, I usually plan everything by like, you know, Thursday, I put everything in so they could do all the notes. And I really was feeling a real tug on my heart about the Holy Spirit all week long. And this morning, I just changed everything around. Thank God these guys are flexible, had all brand new notes and everything that I really felt like God was talking about. And today, I want to talk to you about the person of the Holy Spirit in your life for 2024. Um, Because I want to equip you, I want to help you. Because I know this, without God, 2024 is going to be a lot harder than it needs to be. And without the Holy Spirit, there's going to be a lot of room where, you know, questions won't get answered. So I just want you to be open today. You know, it's kind of funny, you know, in the morning service, you could tell, like, you start talking about the Holy Spirit and people start, you know, not being weird. But, you know, everybody's seen a good example of it, and everybody's seen a weird example of it. Let's just be straight. You know what I mean? And because you all seen the weird example of it, you might not be down with, like, you know, man, is he going to start talking about praying in tongues? Yes. Is he going to start talking about moving in the Spirit? Yes. Is he going to start talking? Yes. But I'm going to give you a biblical understanding of the Holy Spirit. So don't come in here right now. I love you. But don't, you know, like, I was, I'm, a, I'm with you, but I don't go to the mechanic and go, hey, uh, let me tell you how to fix the car. Uh, no, I brought the car there because you're the guy that fixes the car. See what I'm saying? I don't go to the air conditioning guy. Hey, man, let me show you how to fix the coils in the air conditioning. I don't know what's going on. I just need the thing to work. I don't go to see Chris and go, hey, you want to see what kind of electrician I am? I'm the electrician that gets electrocuted. I don't know nothing about it. So I don't touch it, I call him. And trust me, he'll tell you, he's called me. And I will call him again. Why? Because I don't know why, and I don't want to know, and I don't want to learn. So when you come in here, just say like, Pastor Chris, are you saying you're an expert? No, but I'm saying this, I know what I'm talking about. So I don't want you to give me the, you know, I don't want it, I'm not for it, you need it. Let me show you the benefits of it. Let me show you the, the kind of faith steps you need to take. And everybody in the room was sitting where you're at, one day. But you had to make a choice. You know what I mean? So don't give me that, you know, I came out of church and they, nah. I'm, you know, I'm this and nah. I'm going to show you, but here's the thing. How many of you Bible believers? Then when you, I show you the scriptures, believe the Bible. Don't you got to believe me? Believe the Bible. You understand what I'm saying? Trust me, believe the word. I came up out of a denomination, the whole denomination. Never talked about that. Well, guess what? Denominations aren't God. So God's honest truth. So you, you know what I mean? You know, it was funny. We were talking about it. Like I had buddies of mine. They're like, oh, no, you can't do that. They told us that's not right. Well, who's they? And what do they know? I'm not picking on you. I love you. Just read the Bible. You didn't agree with it, disagree with it, figure it out, move on with it. But I'm going to tell you, this is why. You want to know why I'm bringing it up? How in the world are you going to have the best 24 of your life without him? You got to have him. And here's the cool part. Check this out. God the Father, he's done, man. He created the heavens and the earth in the beginning. We'll see him and spend eternity with him later. 
Jesus the Son is done. He came to the earth, gave his life, came to sacrifice, went up, gave gifts. Guess who you and I get to hang out with in the earth in the Godhead? The Holy Spirit. So how in the world are you going to have an earth walk with God if you're rejecting the Holy Spirit, who's the God you're supposed to earth walk with? Is this making sense? You know what I'm saying? So this is what I want you to see. It's like I and you, where's Jesus right now? I'll show you in a little bit. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for me and you. He is a present-day interceder. He ain't in the earth. He left. He went up. He said, bye. Good for me to go. Peace out. See you later. I'm sending you the Holy Ghost. He can be with you everywhere. Why is that good? Because Jesus, if he was in a, right here in Daytona Beach, he can't be in Port Orange. He can't be in Port Orange and Norman Beach. Can't be in Palm Coast. Why? Because he's here as a man. He said, I'll send the Spirit of God in the Holy Spirit. He could be in Ormond Beach, Palm Coast, Palm Bay, Pacific Ocean, China, be anywhere he wants to be. Why? He's a spirit and he's omnipresent. He could be everywhere all at the same time. How in the world is that? Miracles. How do I know? I'm not God. Just trust what he said. Are you seeing what he's saying? When he came in the form of a spirit, he could do anything. So here's what I want you to get. We're going to get right in this thing and go. So I, I want you to just trust the word of God. That's all I'm saying. And then you're going to get filled. Now listen to me. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, today you can get filled with the Holy Ghost. Because I asked Pastor Liz, I said, will you do me a favor? She's like, sure. She's oh, I'm just kidding. She, she, it's always loaded. My questions are always loaded. But now, I said, hey, can you do me a favor? I said, I really want you to take the people and go pray with them. Because I don't, I don't, I'm not going to be like coming to front and y'all feel weird. That's stupid. That don't make no sense. Why make people feel uncomfortable? Go back there, ask questions if you got questions. Go back there, hear the word of God. Go back there to give you a little book about why it's important, why tongues, you know what I mean? And then you're going to, you're going to have all this stuff. And then we're going to help you and we're going to process you through this thing. Now, here's what I got a question for you. Why are you here today? Holy Spirit, man. And the news is this. Check this out. You want to see even worse? Why did I change my sermon? Ask them. It was done Thursday. What time did you get it? 6.30 this morning. I sent new notes. I got up and I was sitting there. I said, God's like, do what I tell you to do. Right. I said, if they get up and go, that's on you, bro. Me and God talk real cool. Like, you know, I'm like, hey, man, they get it. The burden of proof is not on me. It's on him. I don't, I ain't got to prove it. But here's what I'm going to say. You got to trust somebody with your spiritual future. So just go down. And some of you got it and you ain't even using it. You know what I mean? And I'm going to show you the benefits of using time in the prayer and what it's all about. So check this out. Just write the notes and let's get ready to go. And trust it. It's going to work for you today. Watch this up here. And if you never received before, you will today. Look right here. Point number one. God lives in you through the Holy Spirit. Write these down. Take pictures of them. Do it however you do it. God lives in you through the Holy Spirit. Did you know that? Now you know that. Check out what the Bible says. Now look at the Word of God. Write the Scriptures down. Take pictures of them. Look at this. It's 1 Corinthians 13, 16. I put it in a message, just reads a little bit easier. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to complicate it, you know? Make it simple. You realize, don't you, that you are the temple of God. Well, I got a question for you. Where did God's presence used to dwell before? In the temple. You remember when Jesus, when he was hung on the cross, he rent the veil and he separated the middle wall of partition? He was basically telling me and you, there's going to be no more separate. Because here's what happened. 
We were separated from God in the beginning. Remember that? God said, it's not good for these guys to be separated from me. So he sends Jesus for what? The ministry of reconciliation. He put us back together to have union and communion, to have freedom and fellowship. He wants a fellowship with you. So check out what he says. Don't you know that you are the temple of God? God doesn't live in the building. You brought God. Listen, I've been here when nobody's here on like Tuesday. God is not sitting in here like, hey, how you doing? What's going on, bro? You brought God with you when you came. You realize, don't you, that you are the, read it. What are you? And God himself is present where? So when you get born again, you get a measure, but when you get baptized, you get the fullness. Now, where is God in you? The born again experience, where is God in you? Right in you. He ain't in heaven. Now, God's in heaven, Jesus is in heaven, but the Holy Ghost is in you. That's why you ever read these scriptures like, if I'm in you and you're in me, we're one. How can we be one? Because he's in you. You understand this stuff? You ever seem like sometimes you read the Bible and you're reading it, you're like, well, this don't make no sense. How, you know, you're a new creature in Christ. How am I coming a new creature in Christ? God's spirit came in you. And let me tell you something right here now. Okay, you see the world we're living in? Everybody's born, all these people, I'm born like this, I'm born like that, I'm born dysfunctional, I'm born whacked out, they're, they're born, they think they're ducks or whatever, I don't know, these people are crazy, right? They, they're, 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 they're crazy, these people. They're born like, we stop it. That's why everybody on the earth needs to get born again. So we all can leave the nut stuff we were born into and be born in God. You got it? I just solved the world's problems. They should all call me. I can fix everybody. You Kids think they're cats for crying out loud. I'm going to smack somebody in the head. What is wrong with people, right? Well, you get born again and you don't have fur balls no more in your mouth. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's too much. I can't, I can't go there. I don't want to go there because I'm going to go on a bandwagon. I don't want to go on. And don't write me hate mail. I don't read it. So leave this up here. Say, well, if you want to identify as a cat, well, if you want to identify as a cat, I'm going to smack you with a bat, okay? So stop. Here we go. Let's move on because I'm happy now. I'm happy. I feel good. I got, you know, I'm smiling. <laughs> it's great. Let's go. You realize, don't you, that you are the temple of God and what? God himself is present in you, Right? Okay, no one will be got by by vandalizing God's temple. You can be sure of that. God's temple is sacred, and you remember, you are the temple. Whoa. So I'm the temple of God. So when you get born again, God comes to live in you through the person of the Holy Spirit. That's a miracle. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to figure it out. It's a miracle. Don't you think a virgin birth was a miracle? Don't you think 90% of the Bible is based on miracles? You got to believe something. Well, I don't know how to believe that. Simple. You read it and you say, yes, I agree. This is the easiest thing. Don't complicate it, right? Why is this? Because point number two, why did God want you to have the Holy Ghost? Because he never wanted you to be without him. That's why. Did you get that? So God always wants to be with you. Even when we're goofy and whatever, God doesn't come in and out of you and leave you. God stays with you forever. Now, I understand that seems hard, but like, you're like, God was out. When I was partying and say God was with me, yeah, he was in there. Probably wasn't having fun, but praise be to God, he didn't go nowhere. That's what people don't get. You can be carnal. This is good stuff, ain't it? Yeah, uh, I was cussing all the way to church. God's in me. Yeah, God was in you cussing all the way to church. He wasn't thrilled with it, but guess what? He didn't leave. People got God like he's in and out of you, like he's a magician. He's like, hey, you're holy. I'm here. Hey, whoa, you just sinned. I'm out. 
He annihilated sin once and for all on the cross. You're caught up with sin. Jesus is not. Sin is done with. You're not in and out of sin. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Never been one like you before. The problem is we step in and out of faith and therefore what? Our system of belief gets messed up and therefore our behavior patterns don't look too hot because we're walking out of faith. We're not walking in and out of sin. Sin's done. You get that? Because you don't fulfill the law by keeping it. You fulfill the law by walking by faith. Faith is not going to transgress any law God has. So he doesn't want it to be a do and don't. Do and don't. He wants a believe and act. Believe and action life. That's what he wants out of you. But look what it says. God never wanted you to be what? Without him. That's why he filled you. Look what it says right here. Don't you know that your body is the temple, the very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit, who what? Lives within you. Where is he? He's in you, man. And what? Whom you have received as a gift. It's a gift, man. You ever get a gift? Who don't like gifts, man? You ever get a gift? Have you, is anybody in this room not gotten a gift? I'll get you something today. I mean, Jesus, good God, work with me, please. Tell you, man, once the, once the temperature goes like, you know, Right below 50, I mean, the whole shot place gets shot out. Like, uh, come on, you warm up, warm up, move around. Right? Come on. Are you here? You got a gift. What do you got to do to get a gift? Just take the thing, man. You ever get a gift you don't like? Yeah. What'd you do with it? You re-gifted it. Praise the Lord. You made it somebody else's joy. You never got something you don't like? Oh, yeah, man. It works all the time. I got something. I said, I don't really like that. Praise God. The other day, I gave it to somebody here the other day, one of those guys. I said, it's nice, but it ain't me. I said, praise the Lord. Somebody came by. I said, you like this? They said, I love it. I said, glory to God. There you go, bro. You regifted it. It brings joy. It's happy. What do you have to do? The guy had to receive it. It wasn't hard. I received it. And when I received it, I liked it for a minute. And then I gave it away. Hello, are you here? How did you receive any gift? You received it. Watch this. A gift from God. You were not your, you were what? You were bought with a price. You were bought with a price, purchased with what? I've been calling myself preciousness. Pastor Liz, I want you to start with calling me that at the house. Preciousness, will you come here? Okay, precious. Uh, are you reading this? Ladies, you should use this. Tell them to call you. Tell them when you go home, say, hey, you need to start calling me preciousness. That's my name. Purchased with a preciousness. God told you were a prized possession. Come on, man. Read the Bible. Preaching's easy. All you got to do is show the scriptures. It's like, just read the Bible. It's like, paid for, made his own. So then you what? Honor God and bring glory to him in your body. He's in you. He's in you. He's living. He's moving. He's having his being. Why does God want to be in you? Because he never wants you to be without him. That's the key. So that's how good God. Jesus died so you never have to be alone. Jesus, Jesus said, it's good for me to leave you because I don't want you to ever have to be without me. Here's a good one right here. Why? Number three, this is a big one. You're going to have to trust Jesus, man. You're going to have to trust the Holy Spirit. You got to trust this stuff, man. You understand this? Like, I don't understand it. I don't understand a lot of stuff. Do you, do you, do you have to, like, become some genius overnight to put heat? I got in the car this morning, right? The car was like an icebox. I, well, I can't put the heat on because I don't understand it. No, no. Well, you know what? Praise be to God. 
I don't understand how to do this, so I just don't do it. No. You utilize everything you have the capacity to utilize, whether you understand it or not. I don't understand any of this. I don't understand how my cell phone works. Well, I don't understand how it works, so I better not use it. I don't understand how, you know, I don't understand how the blender works. I don't get it. I know it just spins around, but I'm not going to. Are you getting what I'm saying? I know it sounds kind of goofy, but am I right? There's a million things. I don't know how it works. I don't know how to, I don't know where the cloud is. Do you know where this cloud thing is? It's everywhere. He's real IT. I don't know, but I use it. It's like, you know, you ever see these people, and I hope you're not one of these people. I don't like computers, so I'm not going to use them. The world has passed you by, bro. You're on the side of the road, not using it, but the world's 90 miles ahead of you going what? I'm not saying you got to be into it, but guess what? If you're going to throw something away because you don't understand how it works, I wouldn't leave the house. I don't understand how the water comes out of the tap. I never take a shower again for crying out loud. Cut it out. Stop. What you don't understand about God, start asking questions. You know, this is a good one. Ready? I was listening to a, a podcast yesterday, and I love it, because this great man of God asked Oral Roberts, said, what is the greatest thing anybody's basically ever asked you about understanding God? And Oral Roberts said this, you don't ask, people don't ask God enough questions, because if they started asking more questions, they would have the answer they've been looking for in life. Ain't that good? Ain't that good? What's the number one thing that you think people need? They need to ask God more questions, because he would answer all your questions. We don't ask God enough questions. Why? I don't think we think he's going to answer. Like, I'm not going to do it. Look at, you got to start asking. Look at what it says right here. This is big. Everybody see this. It's big. You're going to have to trust the Holy Spirit. Then I got these all cool things for you. Ready? Check this out. Look at this over here. In the if you really love me, you're going to obey my commands. Okay? Did you get that? That's a big one. We're going to keep going. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter a counselor, a helper, an intercessor, an advocate, a strengthener, a standby, that he may remain with you forever. Look at the next verse. The spirit of truth. Who's the spirit of truth? So if the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, where do you think he's going to lead you to? In everything. Now the problem is why we don't ask. Sometimes we don't lie on to know the truth. Because that means we don't get to get what we want. We get what God wants. I've been doing this for a minute. People would rather you lie to them than tell them the truth. Because people don't want to change. And the problem is sometimes when you tell people the truth, they don't want to hear it. They'd rather you lie to me because I like my emotional feelings. Stop. This is the truth. You need the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit to be a father. I need the Holy Spirit to be a husband. You need the, you need the Holy Spirit to pastor people. You need the Holy Spirit's help. And you business people need the Holy Ghost. You got to have a special kind of grace. You people that work a job, you need the Holy Ghost. Why? Because there's some demon-possessed person working with you at work, wearing you out. Come on, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, God Almighty, where'd you come from? You're like, you came from the pit of hell. I know where you came from, right? Watch this. The spirit of truth who the world cannot receive. Why? Welcome. What? Take it to heart because it does not see him or know him or recognize him, but you know him. You recognize him for he lives with you constantly and will be in you. He's in you. Now you got to start cultivating, hey, the voice of the Holy Spirit within. You know how you do that? You got to start spending time with the word. 
Okay, but today's real, today's real select, so I want to just show you this, because I'm not going to keep you all day. I want you to get this, and then you go get filled with the Holy Ghost. It's going to help you a lot. Okay, so what do I want you to understand? This is what I want you to understand, and I got a lot more scriptures, but I'm going to just give you this. because Here are the greatest benefits of the Holy Spirit. Write it down. Point number four, here are the great benefits. Just write down on your notes, because you need this, or take a picture of it, because I'm going to show you all the things he does. Now, when you see what he does, you're going to understand why you need him so much. Is that okay? Did you get this? Is this, you pulling this in? Like, here's what he does. Here's why you need him. Here's what he got. Here's the answer you're looking for. Here's what I need to do. Here's what I got to find out. Okay? So we're going to go right down these. Take out your phone. Snap pictures of it. Never forget it for the rest of your life. It's going to change your life. You guys that are filled, I'm going to tell you right here now, you got to start leaning more into the Holy Spirit this year. You know what I'm saying? You got to start. I got it. When's the last time you used it? So I'm saying. On the daily on the daily, the other day I was listening to Kenneth Hagin, right? He said, I prayed in the Holy Ghost. He said, I started praying in the Holy Ghost. I prayed in the Holy Ghost for an hour. I said, I prayed in the Holy Ghost for two hours, he said. I prayed in the Holy Ghost for three hours. He's just talking on his tape, you know, the thing, it's not on tapes no more or something. But the, I said, look at this guy. I prayed in the Holy Ghost, and we, I prayed till I got the note of victory. How do you know when you got the note of victory? Joy will show up. I said, these, guys, these old school guys were in the grind. See what I'm saying? Now go slow. Some of you got five minutes. It's cool. You got to start where you're at. But someday something hits you. You got to stay a little longer. You got to be more conscious throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? You got that little nudge. I was telling, I picked on Jerry. I told Jerry, I know he's back there now. He wasn't there at nine o'clock. I've been praying for him for two weeks. On and off, he's been dropping in my spirit. I pray. The other day, I'll show you how you do it. The other day, I was walking around, and he dropped in my spirit. I was like, You guys, when you said the thing, all you guys, I got you in my heart, right? If I know you, if I don't know you, that's why you got to go to church. Let me tell you about these people that say don't go to church. They don't know what they're talking about. Don't go to no country club church, because I don't know if the guy knows what he's doing. God bless him. He's got a job. I want to see your face, and I want to see your kids, and I want to know who you are. Why? Because I'll be walking around doing goofy stuff, and all of a sudden something will hit me. The other day, Jer, you hit my, I almost texted you. I said, blah, 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 blah. now I know why. Michael drive by, I see the car go by, boom, I think of him, I think of Heather, I think of the thing. I don't know, what, I don't even know how I'm doing this. I tell you how he showed me? You want to know how I learned this? Let me tell the stories, because I got time with you. I'm over there, and the general contractor guy that helps me here, I don't even know if I should say that, but you don't even know. Whatever, he's helping me, right? All of a sudden, one day, I'm talking to him six years ago. I go, you got any kids? He goes, yeah, I got two boys. I said, oh, that's cool. Never thought of it again. I meet people. You got kids? I want to know. You got kids? You got, a, you know, you got grandsons? Or something. I don't know. Yeah, the kids. I, I, if I don't see the kids, I don't know the kids. He said, yeah, I got two kids. I never talked about those kids a day in my life. Not a day in my life. But I, I pray. I pray for you guys every day. Right? I'm not bragging. I'm showing you how this stuff works. Because I don't know how to talk about anything else. I want to tell you, oh, this is how it worked for Kenneth Hagin. How do I know how it worked for Kenneth Hagin? He's Kenneth Hagin. I'll tell you how it works for me. Joel, me and you talked about it on the phone. Here's what happened. I'm walking around, and I'm, I was doing nothing. John, I'm walking around, right? And all of a sudden, I got my, I'm, I'm praying for you guys, right? Come, blah, 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 I look down, I see the guy's name. His name's Kevin. I go, pray for Kevin. All of a sudden, the Spirit of God goes, pray for his boys. I said, I don't even remember. He got kids? I'm talking years later. Prayed for the boys. I seen the conversation when I was looking at my phone. It was like I was like, 
Watch the Holy Ghost. He'll teach you things. This guy, let me tell you, he's so good, I don't even want to get in the way. So pray I don't screw this up. Here's the names flying by my face. And I went back to a conversation. I seen the conversation. Not spiritually weird. It came back to my remembrance. Talking to Keith in the foyer. I might have just talking to you somewhere. Being on the phone. Me, I don't know. It took me back to a moment. And he said, pray for those boys. Two minutes. Not even a minute. Two minutes. I'm talking small, man. Quick. We went to go see her parents in Tennessee. And he called me right before the holiday. This was like last year. He calls me up. And I go, Man, we're talking business. You know, hey, you got to do this. Hey, you got to put sprinklers. Hey, got to, yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, all right, man, have a merry Christmas. I said, yeah. I said, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, man, how are your boys? He goes, funny you should ask. I go, why? He goes, they're not talking to me right now. I said, they will be. Why well, say that, he goes. I said, two weeks ago, whatever, I saw your name, and I went back to that moment. You told me you got boys. Prayed for you, I prayed for them. I don't say I get it right all the time. He's trying to lead you in life. You can't do this thing without God, but you got to be sensitive and don't get so stinking busy. Slow down. Slow it down. I had no idea. Then the Lord told me after it. He says that's why you got to know people. That's why you got to get around people. That's why you got to see people. That's why you got to know them. And you got to know their family, because if you don't know their family, how in the world are you can have moments like that to pray? But you don't, it's not, no, you don't need to go. You need to go. You need to go to a church and stay spiritual. Because how in the world do I know? I don't know what to pray for you. And some of you, you come in my mind and you don't. Some of y'all text you, some of y'all ain't going to tell you. What are I going to tell you for? Maybe God's doing something with your life. I don't know. But I pray for you all every day. And I'm not bragging on me and I'm not talking about me. You pray, you pray for your kids, you pray for your grandkids. You know what I'm talking about. But you, you're going to pray for those kids? How in the world do you know what your kids need after eight, eight minutes of praying? Are you kidding me? I don't know what else to say. Flip the switch. Only God knows. You see what I'm saying? That's how you become led by the Spirit of God. This journey with God is awesome. See? I'm just telling you how it works. Did you get something out of that? You know what I'm saying? That works? You might just think of somebody. I'm thinking about praying the Holy Ghost. God will give you more. Well, say, I don't got the Holy Ghost. You're going to get them today. What are the benefits that I'm leaving behind if I don't fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Here they are. Number one, boom. Who is he? He's a helper. You're leaving behind the helper. Don't you need help? I need help. You don't need help in life? You need help with big decisions? You don't need help staying married? Come on, somebody. Praise the Lord. Come on, right? You don't need help. You don't need help at work. That's a joke, but you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, you know, you need to undergird your marriage. You need to undergird your kids. You know what I mean by that? You got to pray it out. You need help. Check it out. What does it mean to be a helper? The Holy Spirit is our helper. Often we look to the wrong places for help, don't we? You got these goofy friends. They ain't got no help for you. How many of you are looking to the inside for help? And how many of you are dependent upon the one who lives on the inside of you, right? Sometimes you run all over the country looking for answers. And all the while, the answers are inside of you waiting for it. Come on, right? You know what I'm saying? Let the helper come in. You know, the other day I was laughing. Josh was over. He's probably watching. He's standing there talking. He's picking up a four by eight sheet of plywood. You know what I mean? And I don't know what he was doing. He's like leaning over and trying to grab something, leaning over, trying to grab something. And it kind of hit me funny. I was like, why doesn't he ask me for help? I'm standing there right here. You know, sometimes they don't want to bother you. You know, they think I'm busy. 
I'm like, bro, do you want help? He's like, yeah, that'd probably be better, wouldn't it? I said, yeah, you won't have to be figuring out how you're going to do this. I said, but you got to ask for help. You know, it's kind of funny, right? The helpers right alongside of you, but you didn't ask for help. So guess what you got to start doing? You got to invite them in. You got to get more conversation going. Help me in this relationship. Help me in my marriage. Help me over here. Help me over there. You are what? If you're not leaning into the Holy Spirit, you're losing out on some of the help the helper wants to bring you. Fellowshipping. How many know that? Number two, check this out. He's a comforter. Ain't nobody going to comfort you like the Holy Ghost. You know why? Because you're going to go through some stuff. You ever been there? You know, you just cannot emotionally figure it out or you cannot, you cannot, um, what's that word I'm kind of looking for? You just don't know how to, how to, you don't even know what's going on and you just need somebody to comfort you. And you ever try to go to people and they almost can't comfort that void? It feels like life just knocked the wind out of you, man. And the only one you got is the Holy Ghost. He's a comforter. You know what it means to be a comforter? It means to be, he's compassionate. He understands. To help you and comfort you in your need. If you depend on him to comfort you, he'll do it. Guess what, though? You have a comforter that comes from within. Sometimes people won't be able to understand why you're so composed when life's going on because you know you got the comforter. If you don't fellowship with the Holy Spirit, lean on him, pray in the Holy Ghost, guess what's going to happen? You're going to miss out on some help. You're going to miss out on some comfort. And some of these times you know you need it, you got to flip the switch and go, I need this right now. I need God to show up. This is the big thing too. Check this out. Look at the next one. Not only is it comfort and help, but he's a counselor. My God in heaven, he's the greatest counselor walking the face of the earth. But you know what's funny about counselor? We got a counselor that comes on Tuesday. You know, he's a great guy. But guess what? There's a better counselor than any counselor. I counsel people. What about the Holy Ghost? When's the last time you checked in with him? You know, Pastor Liz loves this story, right? You had these guys early in the church, you know, around Wild Olive or there at Fifth Ave, and they had keys. You know, people got keys to the church. You let them come in. Man, I had this one guy, Kenny. Remember Kenny? My mama knows where Kenny is. Kenny be wild sometimes. He'd go in left field, and he'd be like calling me up, but my phone's blowing up. I'm like, Kenny, what? He's like, Pastor, I'm messing up, bro. I need to talk to you. I said, Kenny, you know Kenny. I said, Billy knows Kenny. I told Kenny, I said, Kenny, I said, you got the key to the church? He said, yeah. I said, go down to church and go pray in the Holy Ghost for an hour and call me back. He said, what? I said, go down to the church, open the door, and go pray in the Holy Ghost for an hour, and then call me back. He said, okay. He on the phone. I think he called me back in a half hour, 40 minutes, whatever it was. He said, I don't need to talk to you. God already told me what to do. I said, amen. God bless you. See you Sunday. Bye. See what I'm saying? Have you, you, you asking everybody else in the world, did you ask the guy who's living inside of you called Holy Spirit, God? We got to trust that, though. You know what I'm saying? Well, pastor, I just want you to come and encourage me today, and I want, I want you to give me a nice song. You know, you're supposed to give me three points, a couple songs, and let me go home. No, I'm not going to let you go home. I might lock the door and leave you here until, until you understand that when you leave here, no one can help you to the level that God can help you if you do not allow him to help, but you got to let the counselor come in. You know what I'm saying? Now, look, I like counseling. I'll go to counseling. I probably need a counselor for Brian's heart, right? But I, I check in sometimes with Dr. Bob here. I go, am I normal? He's like, yeah, you're doing good. I was like, all right, praise the Lord, right? Come on, are you getting what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with counseling, but are you, are you going to the one who created the heavens and earth and saying, I need you to answer some questions for me today, God? Not only is he a counselor, check this one out. Come on, I'm almost done. He's an advocate. You know what an advocate is? He's a lawyer. He is. 
He sits on your behalf and advocates for you. He basically, that's the present day ministry of Jesus. He seated at the right hand of the Father, and every time the enemy tries to accuse you, the accuser of the brethren, Jesus goes, nope, sorry, the blood of Jesus has made him cleanse, the blood of Jesus has made him whole, and by the way, they're not guilty, and guess what? You can't do nothing to them because they're mine. Amen? There's an advocate. The word means lawyer, or one who pleads your case as an advocate. He will help you, and he knows how to plead your case. Are you here? Are you here? You got Jesus wanting to be your advocate, your lawyer, called alongside of you to plead your case. What happens if I don't flip the switch? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying out the infirmities or the weaknesses. I ain't going to court without Fran. I'm bringing Fran. If I get in trouble, I'm going to see Fran. Why? Because I am not going in there without a lawyer. I ain't saying nothing. And you know what I'm going to ask him? What am I supposed to say? That's what a lawyer does. He gives you advice, gives you counsel. Some of you would help you to do good. Instead of opening your mouth and cursing your life, you check in with the counselor and go, hey, the advocate, what do I say? Because I'm in a situation of pressure right now. What do I say? Because I guarantee you, he's going to tell you to say what you don't. You ever get, man, you ain't understand. None of you got in trouble yet. You ever get in trouble? You know what I'm saying? And you standing there and the judge asks you, what do you say? I had to go one, I had to go a couple times. She got me dragged into one thing. I had to go because these other crazy people. And I said, don't say nothing. Shut your mouths, man. Like, and I got, I can talk, but not when I'm in court, bro. I don't say nothing, bro, no. I was late on the draw. You know, like, you got to testify. I was like, no, this ain't Jack. They look at me. <laughs> they look at me. I'm too pretty for prison, bro, nah. I ain't say nothing. Can't fight? No way, bro. No, not going, no. But they, I'm like, they, I had to like say something? PL did way better than me. I was like, you, you be, I, I you got to say something. I can talk now? I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> Why? I get in trouble. Are you here? That's some of you should start doing this with God. You're over there. I'm broke. I'm sick. This marriage is jacked up. Them kids ain't never going to be right. Hush your mouth. Stop talking. Check with the advocate. Can I say this? A wise, Bible says, a wise man's heart or spirit will teach his mouth what to speak. Did you check in with the advocate before you produced yourself with counsel? <laughs> yeah, man. No, man. I'm going to just say what Jesus said. That's what Jesus did. Jesus is flipping everybody. They're, who are you? Who do you say that I am? Ha <laughs> ha! Are you the son of God? Is that what you think? He's mind Jedi and these jerks. He's like, oh no. He's like, who are you? Destroy this temple in three days, I'll raise it up. He's whacking them out. Are you here? Go over there, want to tell you, no, say what God said, say what Jesus said. Who are you? I'm the 2024 Jesus prototype in the earth. Who are you? There ain't never been one like me before. I'm a new creature in Christ. See this? Are you checking in with the advocate? You don't like that one? Here's a new one for you. Boom. He's a what? He's an intercessor. Oh, that one right there. Billy, you know that one? Romans 8, right? I don't know what to pray. Do you know what to pray? Because I don't know what to pray. You better take a picture of this one. Get my goofy head out of there. Right? Come on. Are you here? Are you here? Do you know what tomorrow holds? You know what you're supposed to do? Ah. I don't know. 
How many need an intercessor? Romans chapter 8, 26 says, what? For the Spirit himself knows what? The things we need, and he makes, inter- oh, there, 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 see, Kaylee, this is why you're so good. You guys are the best. You and mom doing that thing, I ain't got to worry about nothing, right? And, like, and all, they do good, the whole media team. Likewise, there it is. Likewise, the Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, also help us our what? Our infirmities. Now, infirmities ain't sick, it's weaknesses. Things that, or weaknesses like this are things I don't know. How many things don't you know? Bro, I don't know a lot of stuff, dude, right? For we know not how to pray or what we should pray as we ought to. We don't. But the who? Who is the Holy Spirit? He does what for us? Makes intercession. Next time you don't know? What you, and Oh, wait a minute. You want to know why you need the tongues? I ain't never heard none of this tongues business. I don't want to know. I don't, I'm not doing that, Pastor Chris. Okay, where do you get these intercessions from? Read it. Groanings which cannot be uttered. What do you think that is? That's the speaking in stammering lips. There's the tongues. So what happens if I don't got the tongues? I don't got the intercession. I need the intercession. That's why I'm biting on the tongues. Let's go, man. Once you see this, you understand? I'm not leaving that on the table. You better thank God I don't leave that on the table when it comes to you. I don't know how to pray for you. I just flipped the switch in the morning. Yeah, that one couple of times. See, some of you I know, a couple of times. Man, that one time, you do, I was like, man, something's up. Then I later on, I asked, hey, what's that about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 really? <laughs> It'll scare you. Because you'll be ahead of it in the spirit. It'll freak you out. Then you understand. You want to know what the first thing that happens when you get it right? You want to know the first thing that happens when you get it right? Like when you get something and you get it right, you don't become prideful at all. You get scared and humbled, and it's crippling, man. Because now you realize, dang, I better not miss it. Because I don't know who's on the other side of me missing it. I ain't got no time to play games. That's why I don't play with devils. That's why, just the other day, that when we were there, PL was with me. I seen the devil. He showed up. That lady had one in her. I said, don't even call me. I cast the devil out of her in two seconds. I'm not playing. Oh, some of you think this is not a spiritual thing. It's more spiritual than you think it is. Don't be scared and don't get nervous. God drew you here and I know what I'm doing. But you understand what I'm saying? This stuff's real, man. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to freak you out. But that lady came demon possessed. I said, no, I'm not. They didn't even know it. I'm quick about it. I was like, go. Quick, man. You ain't got to make no spectacle or make people feel bad. But people got problems, man. Dealing with addiction and bound up. I don't want nobody living like that. Well, you better be, you know, if you come in church, you got to act a sort of way. I ain't got to act no sort of way. I got to act a way to get it done. I ain't going to make, you know what I'm saying? But people come in here with real problems. They need help. And if you love people, you're willing to go out there. You need God. And you need the intercession. And you may never come back here another day of your life, but I'm going to promise you this. You ain't never going to forget today. That guy was so adamant about me having the Holy Ghost, he made me mad. Well, yeah, well, guess what? I'm going to see God when this is all done. He's going to judge me for what I told you, not how many people I got in the church. So whatever, right? This spirit of intercession is waiting for you, man, in the Holy Ghost. Because I don't know what to pray. I don't know what to do. Man, the more you see God, the more hopeless you know you are. I got to have him. I can't do nothing without him. I can't even breathe without him, and neither can you. He's putting breath in your lungs and taking breath. How does this even work? I don't know. God did it. You need him. I don't think it's weird. It's not weird. So go here, right? Check this out. He's the spirit of what? He's the Holy Spirit who strengthens you. Man, how many need strength sometimes? Come on, we're done. 
Come on, don't you need strength? My God in heaven, I need strength. Don't you get tired sometimes, weary and well doing all that stuff? Man, I need strength, man. I need to get strong on the inside. Don't you ever need to get strong on the inside? That's what you're going to get. You're going to get it. And if you don't got it, you're going to get it. And you young people need to get this stuff because if you start today, my God in heaven, you change the world. Because you ain't got to deal with all these other young kids deal with. And I know I asked, you know, I asked G and I'm not putting her on the spot. I've been hammering Ethan today. I said, when's the last, you know, these young kids, man, make them pray. I pay them. I could care less. I used to pay them to read the Bible. You don't think I didn't? I did. I said, hey, man, I'll give you money if you read the Bible. You come back with a scripture, I'll give you money. You go to work for money, go to work for the word. I'll give the kids money. I'll give the kids money. You come back with a scripture, I'll give you money. Go come see me. I said, Pastor, because you want to give me money? None of you like 30-year-old kids. I said, the kids, right? You know what I mean? If them kids read the Bible, I will give them money. Why? The, Billy's kids will tell you. I told him to get A's. He keep coming to me. He's like, where's my money? I said, give me the results. I want to see the paper proof. Don't be telling me you got A's. Let me see them, right? He's going to listen. I promise you he will. Just keep, keep him on. We got to go eat ice cream. We got to get off the fast. Then we can eat ice cream. We're going to go eat ice cream. Why? He's a strengthener. You need him. You ever need strength? Yeah. Look at this next one. He's a standby. That's his official name. Greek, real fancy. Parakletos. You know what that means? Guy standing next to you. That's what it is. The, the Holy Spirit terminology in the Greek, and you see Holy Spirit, his name in the Greek means parakletos. Parakletos means one called alongside of you to help you. Don't you need somebody called alongside of you to help you in life? Come on, man. Don't you want that person to come alongside of you and help you? Because when you're in your time of need, help you. That's what he said he'd do. He said he's called alongside. He's a standby. He's just standing there waiting for you to ask him to come on in. Ain't that awesome? Ain't that cool? Now listen, here's the deal, okay? You know I love you, right? I don't probably tell you enough. Some of you say, you don't even know me, how you know, how you love me. Some of you, I know I, I really got life for you. I, I'm telling you, I love you. But if you're in the room today, I don't know you maybe like that, but I love you and I want you not to leave this room without God because I know what he did for me. And you might say, well, I'm saved. I'm going to heaven. I, you probably are. I hope you are. But I want you to have the Holy Ghost because nobody's going to fill the gap in life. There's a gap. You know what I mean? There's a gap of me knowing and not knowing. And there's this gap, man. And so many times I feel like I, I don't know how to close the gap, but he does. Emotionally, mentally, physically, all those gaps. And you might be in here today and say, Pastor Chris, I heard about that Holy Spirit stuff, but I don't know, man. I'm just a little nervous about that. Don't worry about it. I got, a, I got the team of the century back there to help you. Okay? But you're going to have to go with them. I'm not going to make you come down here. I don't want to. I thought that was so weird back in the day. You know, come in the front. They're shoving a mic in your face. Like, what is this? This is like psycho. I mean, you know, it was weird, man. We went, we went to the thing and I came back and they did it in the one place I went. I said, dude, what? No. We got over 200 people filled with the Holy Ghost because we built a campaign of teach them the truth, show them in the word, let them see it. They're going to give, you know what you're going to give you when you go back there? They got a book about why tongues. You got to learn something about this. They're going to help you with this. They're going to pray for you. Malia, you're the best. Can I, can I tell She came in here the one day. She goes, I don't know what any of you, she came in here. She was a, she was a good girl. She came in, she goes, I don't know. You all, you guys with that wacky Holy Ghost stuff. You know what I mean? And she was, was brand new for her. I thought it was wacky too. She brought, oh my God. My mother brought me and him to church one Easter and they were, oh my God. They were praying in tongues and banging tambourines and I was laughing, falling out. She's elbowing us, cut it out. I said, these people are crazy. Now I am one. It's unbelievable. No, I did it. Mike, you should have seen it. 
they're running in the aisle. I was like, oh my God, we were Catholic. I was like, holy smoke, these people got devils or something. The lady was banging a tambourine. I was insane. I was like, oh my God. They fell out. Oh my God. The first person that fell out, I'm like nudging him. I'm like, these people are crazy. We got to get out of here. Let's get out of here. What are you, nuts? She's mad. She's like, you better cut it out. Stop it. You were embarrassing me. We were embarrassing everybody. I was crazy. I wanted to get out. Now I do it. All of it. Except the tambourine. I don't have that much rhythm. But are you here? It's a little bit different when you first come. And that's what I'm saying. I said, no, go still. Guys came in here. And listen, I want the guys. You guys are my project this year. All you guys. I'm going to get with these guys and Keith. I'm gonna, every one of you guys, you're going to be with me this year. I'm going to come alongside of you. And you guys are going to do this. Jesus is a champion. And the young men, we're going to get them too. You guys are champions, man. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, don't you leave this room today without it. You need it for your family. You need it for your, you need it for your wife. You understand me? And I'm not going to let you leave the building unless you're filled. So you better just pay attention. Right? I'm just, maybe I'm kidding. All right. So you get what I'm saying? You got to have this to be the husband, to be the father, to be what you're supposed to be. Okay? It's going to help you because you don't know. And I'm going to come alongside you and help you. And there's nothing weird about God. It's all cool. All right? So that's that. All right? I'm not going to push you. I love you. And today might not be your day, but I'm telling you, it is your day. Okay, because I wouldn't be changing my sermons and changing notes and going through all this. And God knew who was going to be here today. I had no idea. Why do you think you're here today? God's trying to reach into your heart and help you. He's heard your prayer. I got news for you. This is somebody's prayers today. Wasn't my idea. My sermon was done Thursday. God interrupted the day for you. I talk like that because I believe that because that's the truth. There's no other way around it. It was in the queue, ready to go. Grant and Warren had a run in here this morning because I changed the whole thing for you. Did I, you think I knew you were here? I didn't know you were coming. I don't even know how few people are. But I did what I was supposed to do, I thought. So here's all you got to do. Why do I want you to go with them? Because I don't want you to feel embarrassed and we're done. I want you to go with them. You pick up your stuff. You're going to go. And they're going to talk to you about this. And there might be some questions you have that I can't answer from up here. We don't have the time, but they do. And just go, hey. Maybe I want to learn. Listen to Pastor Liz, see what she's saying, and just hear it. And don't be down. And you know what? You might go back there and say, okay, you talk to me. I'm, I kind of feel ready. I'm good to go and change your life. And some of you listen. This was a great question for the morning. I tried that before. It didn't work. Never, not a person on the face of the earth that I've ever prayed for, they ever prayed for it, did I not see get filled with the Holy Ghost. Because you're complicating it. You have to pray. I'll show you how to do it. I had a lady come in. I've been trying to get filled with the Holy Ghost for 14 years. I never got filled. I said, I'm going to get you filled in, in a couple minutes. I ain't staying here all day. You got to do the praying. I'll show you how to do it. She did it. She prayed. I had the wrestler. The wrestler came to my house. I told you the story about that guy. Shooting horse tranquilizers in his stomach from the pain he was in. I couldn't believe this. I didn't even know you could do this. That's how high these guys were going. He was lost. Mine should hurt. He, he, he got filled with the Holy Ghost and cried and cried and cried. He goes, I feel like, he said, he's never forgot it. He said, I felt like every pain inside of my heart was leaving my body when I was praying. I don't, that's when I learned, don't you get in the way of people, man, for the sake of having a ministry. What kind of ministry you got if you're worried about what people are going to think and you rob people that kind of experience? I couldn't get in that guy's heart and heal his head for 40 years of my life. Jesus did it in minutes. I heard Keith, he was sobbing and crying and praying in tongues. He said, it felt like every pain in my heart was leaving my body while I prayed in the spirit. I said, who in the world wants to get away? I don't want to ever get in the way of that. No way, man. I don't know what you need from him. He does. 
I love you so much, I want you just to have him. And if you never come back again, you might say, I don't like you. I don't like this place. Take the Holy Ghost with you and promise you this. I'll see you in heaven. And I'll be happy about it. I don't want you to do it out in life. This woman asks you from the bottom of my heart. If you're in the room and you don't have him like that, don't leave without him. He longs to have a relationship with you. And all you got to do is take one step of faith. We'll explain it to you. Just one step of faith. Just get up and go. Praise the Lord. If you're in here, this is what I want. Everybody in here got it. I want you to just lift your hands to heaven. And just say, this year, this year is going to be big for you, okay? You're just going to re- reacquaint yourself with God like this. So I want you to just say this to me. And I'm going to pray for the people online. Because some of the people online need to get filled. You're in the building, just say this, say, Jesus, thank you for the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me, help me. Let this year be the best spiritual year of my life. Quicken me to pray in the Spirit. A whole lot more this year. And may I never be the same again because of your presence in my life. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. 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 Just tell them you're going to yield. Just say, I'm going to yield this year. I'm yielding. I'm yielding. I'm yielding. I'm praying for those people online. You need the Holy Ghost. He'll meet you right there, right now where you're at. I pray right now you're filled with the Spirit of God and you're going to see the exploits of heaven upon your life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.